Organizations, whether in the private sector or government, need to change the way they think in recruiting, training, and retaining their cybersecurity staff. Otherwise, they'll likely be unsuccessful in filling the cybersecurity skills gap that plagues many enterprises. Rodney Peterson is director of the National Institute of Standards and Technologies National Initiative for Cybersecurity Education, known by the acronym NICE. And Peterson says old ways of thinking by employers to build IT security staffs won't necessarily work today. Because it's such a new and evolving field, they quite often, you know, either try to keep up with the competitors or they, you know, kind of cut and paste from other job descriptions and trying to get them to focus on the tasks they need performed and to make sure the job descriptions not only accurately describe what they're looking for, but they bring people in and support them and nurture them in a way that will allow them to accomplish the real work to get done. I think that is a, a somewhat of a start that employers are going to need some guiding to develop appropriately. What is some of that old thinking? Focusing too heavily on the type of degrees and certifications a job candidate holds rather than specific skills and capabilities changing the mindset of HR and job descriptions so that rather than just focusing on traditional credentials of academic degree and training and certifications and experience, that you can try to develop better validations of knowledge, skills, abilities so that, for example, community college students can actually fill roles that are needed. HR and job descriptions quite often try to do what everybody else is doing and therefore if everybody else is requiring you know, a bachelor's degree, three to five years experience in XYZ certification, then that must be good for us too, where at the current time, there's really no direct evidence that that is actually measuring the knowledge, skills, and abilities needed. Employers in hiring must identify prospective IT security staffers who are willing to constantly learn new skills because cyberspace is quickly evolving with new technologies and threats. The ability of people may be as important as their existing knowledge and skills because if they're able to be a continuous learner, that might be their greatest asset or attribute because cybersecurity is going to require that they learn on a continuous basis. For most enterprises, the ability to identify such people hasn't fully matured testing or assessment is is a field that's still evolving, and I'm not sure we have accurate depictions of that. I mean, certainly through the interview process, you can get a sense of somebody's commitment or willingness to continue to learn, but it's not as scientific as it needs to be, but I think that's a huge criteria. Behind the need to change the recruitment process is the dearth of available IT security personnel. By one estimate based on job postings, employers are seeking more than 200,000 cybersecurity specialists to hire. And Peterson cites recent research that foresees a shortfall of 1.5 million cybersecurity experts over the next five years. To help remedy this cybersecurity skills scarcity, NICE is funding the creation of a visualization tool, a so-called heat map, that will be designed to show where the demand for and the availability of critical cybersecurity jobs exist across the nation. If you're an employer, you can have a sense of kind of what the job market is in your area. And more importantly, if you're an education or training provider or a job seeker, you can learn more about where the jobs are. The heat map will obviously go deeper in terms of types of jobs and kind of the requirements. The real challenge is going to be moving to the supply side and trying to use the visualization to help identify where the talent is and both identify the existing talent as where the gap is so that we can try to fill that gap with new 
skilled workers either coming through the educational pipelines or maybe through training providers or even the existing workforce in terms of retraining and retooling them. So this obviously is going to be a multi-year project starting first with the uh, the demand data which is already available in kind of numerical and, and graph form but we want to visualize it on a map and then eventually moving to adding the supply data as well. Peterson offers another reason why it's important to localize the supply and demand of IT security personnel. A lot of the students coming through colleges and universities, uh, particularly first-generation college students, will never leave their immediate area to seek employment. So, for example, here in the greater Washington, D.C. area, we know that we have significant amounts of cybersecurity jobs that are available, and we would love students from Texas and California and South Dakota and Kansas to come here and fill these jobs. But the reality is, you know, a vast majority of the, the workers or the students in those states are going to want to work locally because of their family connections and cultural backgrounds and whatever local connections they might have, we feel that it's going to be important for them as well as education providers to have a sense of what's the economic outlook within their city, state, local area. And also, since cybersecurity is such a hot topic, to make sure that we have the education and training providers helping to prepare that pipeline of needed professionals or if the demand is not great in a given area, to make sure that we kind of match the education and training resources accordingly. The first version of the heat map should be published late next year. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Eric Chabro.